Blog Talk Radio. All right. Today's episode of Janority Live is brought to you by Cape 15. Whether you're a local or a visitor, Cape 15 has the gear for you. Visit cape15.com to rep the Cape and the official clothing brand of Cape Cod. All right. Welcome to Janority Live. Today we have probably our biggest uh, episode. We're interviewing uh, Chief from Barstool Sports. Chief, what's going on, man? Nothing much, boys. Uh, happy, happy to be on. Pretty eventful day with all the expansion draft stuff going on. So I know. Uh, we should have we should have plenty to talk about. I know it's been crazy. Like uh, I'm I'm a Bruins fan, so Colin Miller going to Vegas is just uh You're hurting. You're hurting on Colin Miller. Yeah, like we should have protected him. I mean, he's better than like McQuaid or. Yeah, I mean, was McQuaid protected, or did he have, like, a no-movement clause? I think he might have, like, a no-movement. I, I know he was protected, but he might have had a no-movement clause just off that. Okay. Yeah, I was going to – I thought you were going to say Kevin Miller. I was going to jump down your throat because that's my, that's my boy. He was my uh, my teammate in high school. So, All I was right, going to give you a hard time. Yeah, so I'm going to give you a hard time. I like Miller, but I just – No, <laughs> Hey, right, so let's just jump right into it. So I just want to start off with kind of a question. Maybe everyone's kind of wondering. So how did you end up at Barstool? Like, how did you fall down that path? Well, uh, first and foremost, I, I've been reading it forever. So uh, yeah. my I'm a significantly older than you guys, obviously. So my freshman year <laughs> of college was 2005. And back then, um, I had a, a buddy who was from uh, Boston area. And he turned me on to it, you know, like first semester of freshman year. And um, yeah. it was still like just the online, it was still like an online version of the newspaper. It, does, it came out, yeah, like, it was updated every two, every two weeks. And um, it like was new, way different. Than it's, yeah. yeah, way different than its current format. So, um, yeah, so, so I just started reading it then. And then uh, uh, I had a job where I was running a, a sports blog um for a marketing company one of my first jobs out of college and so i liked it liked to write and when they announced that uh barcelona chicago was going to be a thing i emailed that was uh, like neil right that was when neil it was, was neil so it, right? neil is yeah neil is the one who actually hired me first um yeah. but he was actually he was nothing against i don't mean i don't know neil or anything but uh he was struggling yeah. so much that i got like fired or put on hiatus because they're yeah. trying to like strengthen the brand before I even wrote a word. So I had like, I hadn't <laughs> written a single blog and they're Quite like, we just don't, we, yeah. They're like, we don't want a lot of voices out there. We just, we're trying to help, you know, strengthen Neil and grow this. So it's going to be just Neil and big cat. So I was like, all right. Yeah. And then um, that following, I think it was spring of uh, 2013, right before the playoffs started. That, um, that was when big cat went trans- like full time to Chicago. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's when Dan went full time. And so I emailed Dan was like, uh, Hey, the Hawks are probably going to win the Stanley cup. You might want to have uh, a hockey guy, uh, which is what I was yeah. originally brought on to do. So he's like, yeah, man, like here, you know, you can use the playoffs as kind of like your tryout. And if people like you and I think you're good, then you can stay. And that's how it went. So they obviously, I got two months of writing cause they went all the way to the Cup and beat the Bruins. I remember and, that. 13. Oh. Uh, yeah. It was in uh, our, game six was in our hands. It was in our hands, and you guys took it away. 
17 seconds. So, yeah, that was probably oh. my favorite cup run of the three. And uh, always yeah. feels good to beat another Barstool City and, and, and another original six team. So that was a lot of fun. And, yeah, so I just I, – I've stuck with it and tried to kind of, um, you know, try to do a good job with covering the Hawks and, and whatever else yeah. kind of comes across my, my plate and, and been here ever since. It's been about four years now. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember, I remember like, I wasn't like a stoolie at the time, but like my dad was. So, like, I remember seeing, like, the videos of, like, present Big Cat, like, in Boston, like, in, like, the full gear doing, like, a street hockey shootout and all that. Yeah, and like, that was randomly put on, like, NBC Sports in the promo for the, for yeah. the series. So, yeah, yeah. That, was, uh, that was something else. Yeah, so I just wanted to, like, so is Barstool, like, your full-time job or, like, do you write, like, part-time for them and then you have, like, another job? Because I know, like, a lot of the guys that aren't in the New York office, like, Rear Admiral, they all have, like, part-time job like, Barstool's part-time, and they have, like, a full-time job. Exactly. You got it. So I, I, I've got a real career, um, <laughs> and then I kind of do Barstool where, where I have the time. So, you know, I, like yeah. I said, I try to make an effort for it and, and find the time in the morning or at night or whatever uh, to, to yeah. kind of get blogs out there and get things written and obviously do the social stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah. it's definitely not a full-time, not a full-time gig at all. Um, and uh, – but you know, I take it seriously because it is it is still a job. Yeah. So I try to you know I try to do a good job and I take it seriously and and um, but yeah, like- it's, it's it, but they're very they're very good. You know, like they don't put really too much pressure on me to get things out or um or anything like that. So uh, yeah, it's been it's, it's so a like- really it's a really good experience for us for the part time guys. Uh, like so, like you're like full time job, like. Do you, can you write the blogs from there, or are you just like you write like blogs in the morning, blogs at night, all that? Yeah, well, so that actually works out pretty well for me too. So my, um, if I'm not traveling for, because I, I have like a, a sales job for the most, it's, it's yeah. a startup manufacturing companies, but I, I work from home a good chunk of the time, so I I, I get uh, to be pretty flexible with it. Um, I do try to keep things a little bit structured and not do too many barstool things like during the day. Um, yeah. but, but yeah, no, it, it, for me, for my lifestyle and what barstool needs and what my real job needs, it, it works together pretty well, better, better than some guys who are like in a, in an office, uh, the majority yeah. of the time. I know like KFC would like, when he like first started, he worked like at like some like accounting place or something. And like, would have to like send his blog to Keith or something to post like something crazy like that, but yeah, that was that was the story for sure. So he before he jumped yeah. ship to set his <laughs> to sail with Portnoy, he uh, got some help from K Marco. Yeah, so I just want to bring up a Blackhawks question. Obviously, something that came out late last night, early this morning. Marion Hosa looks like he's going to be done because of that allergy. So, can you kind of give us more on that? Yeah, I guess so. My first reaction, because I had kind of heard whispers about that. Obviously, you know, we have a lot of stoolies around the team and um, yeah. and around the NHL that I, you know, the, every, the Blackhawks were over the cap. Uh, everyone's like, oh my God, what are they going to do? They're going to trade Panera, they trade Seabrook. What are they, you know, all the, all these rumors flying around there. And I would hear from guys, they're like, ah, oh, watch out for Hosa. And I'd be like, ah, oh, okay. Like, I don't know what that means. And then they're like, well, you know, I had actually been told that after next year, like this would probably be his last year, and then we'll, you know, see what happens. He's having 
they would say he's got some some injury issues, but we're never too specific. And then so I when you hear that like repetitively from different people, and then the report came out last night that it's like a not a back or a knee or anything like that or concussion issues. It's okay. like a skin skin allergy. I was like, you know, this sounds like bullshit. Um, are we allowed to swear yeah. on here? Yeah, yeah you're fine. Like, this yeah. sounds like yeah, like this sounds like some cap circumvention bullshit. Um, Another Patrick Kane situation it, on like long term IR. <laughs> yeah, well, that I mean, the Kane broke his collarbone, but um, broke, can't really fake that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had this, well, X-rays were submitted and all that. So, um, uh, yeah, but and you don't get better by taking Patrick Kane out of your lineup. So, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So with uh, so when I saw that, I was like, this sounds like bullshit. And it, and I wrote a blog and I got kind of an immediate reaction from different guys who, who know Osa pretty well. They're like, no, like that is like a real thing. It looks like he's got poison ivy all over his body. It's disgusting. Um, so it's definitely a real thing. Um, his, <laughs> his skin allergy is like a real ailment that he has to deal with. If yeah. they weren't, if they weren't, in such dire straits as a, in a cap situation, could he have played? Maybe. Okay. So I, I, I don't know, but uh, he played with it. It got worse last year, but he played with it pretty much all last year. So, um, yeah. but yeah, hopefully he, he gets better, but yeah. So it's kind of like that sucks, but now they're under the cap and have a little bit of wiggle room. So, um, so it, it's definitely catching. Uh, so what is he exactly allergic to? Like, I heard he was allergic to like the equipment, like like all his gear. Like, is that true? I I guess he's been having this issue for a while. It's not necessarily the gear. It's like how the gear reacts with his own sweat. Um, uh-huh. So it, it, it's something that you see um, in some like ratty ass like high school teams. We'll get yeah. it because they don't like take care of their equipment, but it's seldom an issue in the NHL unless you're, unless you have a body type that is hypersensitive to that. And it sounds like that's what's going yeah. on with Hosa. And they, you know, they have to like treat it with steroids and, and things like that. Not like PED steroids, but you know, medical steroids yeah. to, to kind of control, yeah, yeah. Uh, control a virus and, uh, and bacteria. So yeah, it sounds like he's in, he's in pretty rough shape uh, with this thing. And, yeah. and sounds like what I've heard that he's bummed. Like he, he, and he he's still a good player, so yeah, you know, he probably could be like a yogger where he just played forever. But it's just like his quality 40. of life just sucks. Yeah. So, all right, I got to go. I just want to get in. Related to the Bachelor, uh, better JoJo Fletcher or Andy Dorfman? JoJo Fletcher or Andy? I mean, I'm going to go with JoJo. Uh, Andy Dorfman. <laughs> Sucks that girl. I feel like she's writing <laughs> yeah. books. She's, yeah. you know, she's like trying to extend that 15 minutes of fame as long as she can. Like I, I don't obviously yeah. have strong feelings on either one of them. I got to say, yeah, I, I'm at my, at the end of my rope with that whole franchise <laughs> in general. So yeah. it was like a fun Twitter thing, you know, yeah. three years ago or whatever. Now it's, it's the point where it feels like an obligation that this show is just so terrible, but I feel like I still have to live tweet it. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't enjoy the bachelor stuff really at all anymore, um, but I'm just trying <laughs> you're, to, you're no Kelly, you're no Kelly Keegs 
live tweeting everything I think, and just I think we all kind of feel the it. same way about it. We all hate the, this season. I mean, the last two seasons have been particularly bad. But like we talk, like yeah. Ken Kelly and I are always like, God, this is so bad. Um, <laughs> but we, like I said, we feel obligated to to keep watching it. It's so. just kind of like, yeah. And if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Barstool, I can guarantee you that I, I wouldn't be watching that show anymore. I used to watch the uh, MTV Challenge show like pretty religiously, oh, yeah. and I like I just straight up stopped watching that a couple years ago. I think I would probably do the same thing with The Bachelor if it wasn't for um for for Barstool. That's that's Clem stuff, right? The Challenge. Clem does the challenge. I think uh, Captain Cons does the challenge. Big Cat actually used to do that, the challenge. Future guest of the show, Captain Cons. Been working on him. Yeah, he's, he's been on this podcast before? He, we're working on it. He sent me his phone we're number, gonna... so I think that's, that we got him there. We're in. I, I'm sure All he'll right, come uh, on. I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, so, how the hell did you guys lose to Nashville this year? Uh, I know you can all say, like, oh, well, they went to the Stanley Cup, but you guys were the favorite. Yeah, and it's not even that – I mean, it's not even that they lost. It's that they got smoked. Like, they they were yeah. never even close to winning that series. So, you know, it, I got a buddy who works for an analytics company up in Canada, and he sent me some data on it. I'm doing a – I'm putting together a blog. I'm kind of waiting to see how all this expansion draft stuff shakes out, but – I mean, yeah. they, they just couldn't get any – they actually had the puck a lot more than Nashville, but they just – everything was on the perimeter, and they couldn't they couldn't yeah. set up any, like – they couldn't get inside. They couldn't have like, – I don't think – I think Rene made one memorable save the entire series. Everybody was, like – Rare Admiral was, like, sucking dick about how great he was, his 975 yeah. save percentage. Well, like, that's <laughs> what you should have if every, if every shot's coming from the wall or from the blue line. So, uh, yeah. just no, zero high-quality chances with the exception of that one, uh, Nick Schmaltz. And if Nick Schmaltz scores that in game three and they win that game three, then who knows what happens. That, yeah, that would have put them up 3 nothing. that goal. Um, yeah. And then obviously Nashville came back with maybe a little goalie interference. But, they, I mean, they, they dominated the Hawks. And Hartman was injured. Uh, that certainly yeah. didn't help because he's a guy that goes to the net and, and generates chances down there. I mean, he barely played as a series went along, but he couldn't because of his hand. So, um, so that that was you know they they weren't tough enough, they weren't fast enough, um, and, and Nashville like they were just the meaner, hungrier team. So it it wasn't rock, they had a good system, but it wasn't like they were the first team to ever try to you know trap and chip against the Hawks. Like they just they yeah. just they just honestly they seemed like they just wanted it more. And uh, yeah, and I think, you know, maybe I think the Hawks, if, if the Hawks brought their, I'm not saying the Hawks win that series, even if they bring their A game, but uh, it, they should not have been swept away by Nashville. That was pathetic. I think maybe they are a little, little too relaxed there. Like we'll cruise through this. Who would they face like oh, Minnesota yeah. I mean, in the second round? I think you had been talking about that all year, Chicago, Minnesota. And, yeah, and, and I have no respect for Minnesota. I think I, I honestly think that if the Hawks had played anybody else in the first round, they'd probably make a pretty deep run. I think they would have beat Minnesota. I think they would have beat St. Louis. Um, Nashville was a very tough matchup. They were very structured. Their D are incredibly tough to get a, a solid four check against. Um, so the, it was a difficult matchup for the Hawks. 
But I remember yeah. like before the series talking to talking to you know some people, and you know people are you know involved with the team, and they're just like I don't know who's going to score for them. And yeah, you look at that lineup, and it's like I you know you're right. Like who's going to who's going to score beside you put Taves on Johansson and and Keith on that top you know against Philip Forsberg and Johansson on that top line, and you lock those guys down, and then you you know you roll your lines and you're and you're good. And it just yeah. wasn't nearly enough. And they got they got hammered, and they deserve to get hammered. That they played like shit in that series. Yeah. Uh, so I got another Blackhawks question. How do you think you guys will do this upcoming year? I mean, obviously, Host is a big loss on the ice and in the locker room as one of the veterans team leaders. But how do you think the team will fare with his loss? And think it'll be another Stanley Cup run this year? It's it's like impossible to say because I think they have so many moves still to make. Um, yeah, you know there there were you know it was rumored that they're going to lose uh, TBR, you know Trevor Van Riemsdyk and Marcus Kruger in this expansion yeah. draft, uh, and then it was reported around four o'clock today uh, that it wasn't that that was not a lock anymore. That now it's like yeah. they might keep Kruger. So then if they're keeping Kruger, then it's like, well, then they have to trade somebody else. Maybe they're working on a deal for Aniswa. No, like it's impossible to say how they're going to do next year because no one knows what the, the roster is going to look like. I mean, hell, they could end up with Matthew Shane if they make the right moves or Galchenyuk. And it's yeah. like that's a completely different team uh, if they're if they're very aggressive. Um, or yeah. they could look like, or they could not replace Hosa. Uh, adequately and, and be kind of dog shit. So I, it's yeah, I, they'll be a playoff team for sure. They're too good. They, you know, their their core group is too, too good, good of... to miss the playoffs. But making a cup run right now, I mean, they're uh, a third of their team could be different um, than it is yeah. as of this. Moment. So, so uh, can do you, you, do you want Kruger to this... stay or go? What's that? Do you want Kruger to stay or go? You know, again, like, you know, I love Marcus Kruger. I really – I think he's a great player. It, it's one of those things where if they didn't have cap issues, I would have him on my – as my fourth-line center every single year. Like, I love the way he plays. He's great on the penalty kill. And I, I'm a little bit worried that with Poso being gone – With uh, – Everything – there? Everything good? Yeah. yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, like, with Hosta being gone now, if you take Kruger off of your penalty kill, like, those are your, those are your top two penalty killers on a unit that struggled anyways. Uh, so, that's a little bit scary. Uh, so, uh, it almost feels like maybe the, the safer choice, the safer route is to move Nick Schmaltz to center and uh, and trade a Nissan lot and then shed cap dollars that way. But again, like I don't know. Like it seems like yeah. it seems like they've got a ton of options and no options all at the same time. Yeah, um, all right. I just got a question. Can you explain to us how this like this whole expansion draft stuff? Because like when I first heard it, I obviously haven't. But we haven't been around for an expansion draft, so like I just thought they'd take like thirty players and that was their team. But now I'm hearing like. They're like gonna trade like Alex Touch from Boston College is gonna be like he's gonna get picked by Vegas, but they're gonna trade him to like uh, Toronto. So like, how does that work? Like, 
basically George McPhee, who is the general manager of, of Vegas, holds yeah. all the cards because um, the way it works is that these teams have the they have good young players that they like that they can't protect, like a Colin Miller. I'm sure the Bruins, yeah. you know, if they had their druthers, they would still have Colin Miller on their team, but they can't. So because Vegas gets yeah. to have them. So what other teams are doing is being like, hey, like, if you don't take this guy that we like, we'll sweeten the pot for you and give you an extra draft pick. This other guy will, you know. So George McPhee, because he knows there's no expectations to actually put a good product on the ice next year, uh, like no one expects Vegas to be good. He yeah. can like, build, I'm, his, I'm... build his team for three, four years from now, just collecting assets and picks and good contracts and things like that and just and just fleece these teams who are trying to be competitive in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not expecting Vegas to pull a Nashville story. I'm like, I'm like looking at where they're going to end up in the lottery at this point. Like, I'm not even like when you're, you're not having, you don't have a top superstar yet. So that's going to be like, yeah, I mean, there's, they're going to have, they're going to be better than the expansion teams were the last time, just because the, the rules set up, um, for them to be more competitive because it took, it took Minnesota Columbus and, and it really took Columbus until basically this year to be good. Yeah, I was going to so say they've like, been in the league for like Columbus fifteen years. A weak so, team. yeah, but and now, but now they finally have got it going. Obviously, they they made bad choices along the way. Nobody should be bad for fifteen years, but you know they yeah. were starting behind the eight ball, and they wanted they wanted Vegas to have a better product to start with. Um, yeah. So like they'll be they'll be competitive, but yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a team in the lottery for the next couple of years, and and. And they don't really care. They're trying to be good in 2020 um, or 2021, yeah, and they don't really, yeah, yeah, they don't really care about next year. So, yeah, especially Vegas, such a such a big market that it's like um, the NHL like wants them not to be like number one pick six years in a row, but like, all right, if they if they're not great for two years, but in, they're the 2024 Stanley Cup champion, we'll take that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're they're just you know they're trying to build things the right way and build it you know, and it's better to have three first round picks next year than have a guy that you know, maybe can help you win an extra two or three games in 2017. So, um, yeah. So that uh, it's a good strategy and and they're able to take advantage of that because they're they're playing with a different rule book than the rest of the league. Yeah. All right. I got a question. Yeah. Uh, that has to do with Big Cat. Uh, okay. Does Big Cat does a Big Cat actually have a girlfriend? Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't really want to talk about Big Cat's personal life. I mean, that's his business. So uh, I know that's like a big mystery. But yeah, I mean, I think he's talked about her before. So he does. So so that ends the the long conspiracy theory on KFT Radio. Is Big Cat gay? That ends it. <laughs> yeah. Can can confirm Big Cat's not not gay. <laughs> I didn't so, even realize that was a I didn't realize that was a conspiracy. I always I'll hear it on like I like I've been on like Barstool Reddit before and I'll hear that and I've heard that's been like a rumor forever, but like Yeah. Yeah, definitely not true. So um so in regular NHL draft, the one that we usually have, who's going number one on Friday? 
Uh, I would say that Hershier or Hershier, uh, the, the kid from um, Switzerland, is probably going to the Devils number one. It seems like there's been a lot of rumors about those two picks. Um, those two top picks yeah. might be in play this year. There's not like a slam dunk Connor McDavid type prospect this year or Austin Matthews. So uh, yeah. I think teams are a little bit more willing to, to part with that those those top picks. So uh, we might see some action on that, but it, it's. Uh, yeah, that Nico, uh, I, like, he's he's to the point that, like, I know his name, but not really, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I'm I, not, like... I know how to spell his name, but I'm not really focused on how to even pronounce it because I don't expect him to be, like, an impact guy for a couple of years at least. Who's, uh, who's the top, like, American skater that could go, like, top five? Uh, the kid that I like the best, I don't know if he's top five, but it would be uh, the kid from Minnesota. He played. He just played like normal Minnesota high school hockey, uh, I believe, for Eden Prairie. Uh, Casey Middlestad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, he, and he – so I, I think he'll, he'll probably go play college hockey next year. I can't remember if he's going to Wisconsin or Minnesota, but if you watch him at some of these – Was he, was he on the uh... – was he on the Minnesota All Hair team? That's that's how I look at their top prospects. Were they on the All Hair team? I don't, I don't believe that he was. I don't think he was. He's not legit in my book. <laughs> uh, so another bachelor question. Even though we know you hate it, we prep these questions ahead of time. Uh, yeah, no, lay it on home. me. I'm ready. Thoughts on the whole, like, Bachelor in Paradise stuff, uh, everything going on. The show is apparently now back on. and You there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. So, like, Hello? the whole uh, Bachelor – yeah, I'm here. Bachelor in Paradise yeah. stuff, like, with everything going on. Keep cutting out. Yeah. Oh. Let me see. Uh, let me. Here, I'll, oh. I'll ask a question for the uh, for the time right now. Uh, any update on your basketball shoes? Have you gotten a pair yet? And if so, what? No, pair? I, I actually. Good timing on that question because I rolled the shit out of my ankle plan today, so it's time to uh, <laughs> time to invest in, in like an ankle brace and some real shoes because. Been playing with fire and I rolled it pretty good. So I'm I'm gonna be on the I got plenty of time to research because now I'm, I'm yeah. like literally icing my ankle right now. I'm, I'm gonna be on the the DL that for a, 15 for, day DL for like yeah. ankle sport. I recommend the LeBron soldiers. Like the newest one that came out with the strap. Can't give that guy a talk. Oh, that's yeah. like that's the pro- that's honestly that's like been a huge problem for me because every pair of, of shoes that people recommend, like I hate that guy. Like people are like, oh, yeah. Kyrie Irving's are great. I hate Kyrie Irving, and they're like, oh, LeBron. I hate, I hate LeBron. I hate Kobe. I hate Durant. So I, like I need to find a pair of shoes that's good that just like of an Nike. Like I don't hate. Like, I need Jimmy Butler to have, like, a pair of shoes or something. Like, right now, that's been, like, do you even, I, see, like, why do you even want him? You, so you I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want him, but it's just, it's been going on for, like, since, like, 2015, it's been Jimmy Butler to Boston. So, I've just got it in my head that eventually he's coming. <laughs> I, just, I want Jason. I, Jason I honestly just don't even see the point. I thought they should have kept that pick, draft Fultz, and then it would have been Fultz and, and Jalen Brown once uh, 
once LeBron gets too old. And but I don't know. See, I I, I don't I don't understand any of these the, this these moves by Danny Ainge. So, well, I mean, we we yeah. like just murdered Brooklyn. Like we just like took them out of play. Yeah. And for like five years, so they're dead basically. Um. And they just that, traded that their was, first round. Pick. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you, but that was you were raised on Dave Portnoy with that comment right there. Like that was <laughs> we murdered them. They're dead. They they're going to be dead for five years. We fleeced them. That was you just grew up in Boston in the Barcelona era with. I mean that was pure pure. You're going to brain, brainwashed yourself. me. Yeah, I'm legit. I'm on Nantucket right now. I like his house is like. 10 minutes away from me. I, or his wife's house, I guess. 10 minutes away from me. I could just go show up there. We could do the interview from there if you want. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> just show, you're up. I've been there. I've knocked on his door before. <laughs> do, the, what, do his house just to do it? Yeah. I've, no, I've just been like, I've just like, been like, like, just like me and my uncle just like drove to his house one time. We just knocked on the door. <laughs> All right, you to do it. Did you? What were you gonna do if he answered? You're like, uh, hey, what's up? Like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah, did. Like, uh, get off, get off my property. I'm on vacation. Yeah. So you you like the idea of playing for post LeBron, like after LeBron's uh, out of the league? Yeah, I mean, I think unless you're the unless you're the Warriors and you can actually beat them, I think everyone else should yeah. just kind of get you know try to time it so when he's 36 and he's not Superman anymore, then he like like kind of what the Sixers are doing. Now if those, yeah, if those guys stay healthy, yeah, yeah that could the be process. the next super team. That wasn't ever. Yeah, if those if those three guys, Fulton, Simmons, and Embiid, are actually able to stay on the court. Then they're gonna. It seems like they've got it set up to be the team in the East when LeBron fades. So, and I yeah. think the Celtics could be like that too, if they don't mess up this draft. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think they should trade for Jimmy or Paul George though. No. Uh, yeah, neither do I. Yeah. and I think Jalen Brown is the real deal. So, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I think and I, and the Celtics' problem is they don't give the rookies enough minutes. Yeah, they're in a weird spot because they're a good team. So it's like you still have to try yeah. to win because you're going to the, you're in the conference so final. Like, I don't think there's been a, a time in recent uh, basketball where the top team has had – there will be a chance where they could go – obviously they traded the number one pick, but they could go 3-1-1, like 3-1-1-2 next year. Like they could go 1-2 next year. As a team that just reached the Eastern yeah, Conference Finals. The, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's, it almost sounds like kind of what Red Auerbach did in the 80s, where he got McHale and Parrish, and then, like, four years later, they had Len Bias. Um, that but, obviously didn't yeah. work out. Um, didn't quite work out. Yeah, cocaine. Not, not the best for him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I got a, just a bachelor question. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole bachelor in paradise situation? Everything going on there? It sounds like we talked about this on on our own podcast. Um, I think it was Monday I've night. I've listened to that before. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, 
It, you, we get a little bit nervous because it's like you don't want to be called, you know, victim blaming or anything like that. But yeah, it sounds like, you know, the story kind of spun out of control and, and you know, Corinne went she, in. She milked that. it as much as she could. Yeah, and she had a boyfriend going in and the, they had an understanding that they that she wasn't going to hook up with anybody and then she did. It was on yeah. camera, so then she's like, "Oh my god, I was drunk. You know, I didn't, you know, I was too drunk to give yeah. consent." So kind of, you know, so it's kind of a weird um a weird situation, but it sounds like ABC feel, you know, they did a little risk analysis and decided that they're going to be in the clear and they'll be able to, you know, to resume the show. So I, I would assume yeah. that, you know, le- you know, they took the right legal steps and everything checks out. So I don't think they'd go back if, uh, if they didn't feel yeah. good about that. All right, man. Um, sorry, we have like four bachelorette questions. Cause we just thought you liked the show. <laughs> yeah, we, we can still do it. I, I mean, I watch it every week, right. so I, I'm well versed on the Bachelorette. Yeah, I've just got a little bit so, of fatigue. Uh, who, on. So yeah, feel free. I, I thought I, I thought maybe uh, there's a possibility the stoolies might have a little inside. Do you know who Rachel picks? I don't. I don't have anything on. Uh, I don't have anything on Rachel, unfortunately. Who do you so think it, it's like, I, I would say. I think it'll end up being either that Peter guy who's older or uh, the guy Josiah, the the the, lawyer, the black lawyer. So, yeah, uh, one of those two guys. I think... The guy Dean who looks like Ricky Fowler, he's like too young, and I guess he was on Bachelor in Paradise, so obviously he didn't win. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be one of those one of those two guys. Yeah. Uh, do you like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette better? Man, it's like picking the tallest midget kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I would say, it like the Bachelorette can be funnier if you get a great like super villain like Chad was the last time. Yeah, like I was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So then you get like more viral moments, and and, and it's genuinely funnier if he's just like run around like being an asshole and like bullying people um, yeah. like he did on that and show. Also, like he was a great, he was also a, good for, I think they got, they had higher ratings last year and obviously Chad was smart. He was able to turn it into a longer term thing. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's capitalizing on it quite the way he probably envisioned. Didn't he do a, um, when he left his, didn't he do a video with like Trent, like them like working out? Yeah, he did. I he mean, did for, like a, uh, <laughs> The weightlifting and smoking and like eating ham, the cold cuts thing with Trent. Yeah. Yeah. Trent, what a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's something else. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're starting to come to the end. But like, what type of content will we be seeing from you in the near future? I mean, we might see blogs tonight, Blackhawk stuff. Um, coming out uh, if these trades go down with, with Vegas or whatever else. So I'll, I'll be keeping up with I'm it on hoping, the blog. I'm hoping something happens. I'm hoping there's like all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, at this like... point it's been, I feel like it's been so dragged out. I don't know, this has been like the longest week ever waiting for things to happen. So 
Yeah. Uh, at this and point, I'm kind of ready. Especially now with, like, draft week kind of becoming uh, more more of, like, a trade deadline than the actual trade deadline itself. Yeah, and, and certainly that's obviously, July 1st. Everyone was... uh, yeah, uh, obviously, like, a couple of years ago, the Bruins traded Bluecheech, who was basically the heart and soul of the team. I mean, like, if something like that goes down again, that could, like, Especially with Vegas coming in, that could erupt into like complete chaos if there's like a major trade that goes down. Yeah, I, I think there will be. I think you'll see Matthew Shane get traded. I think Jordan Everly will get traded. Um, so the the Islanders are going to be active. I think Galchenyuk probably gets traded, and then you know who knows what the Blackhawks will do. So there's going to be some yeah. some moving and shaking for sure. Yeah. So just to get back, like, just will we see any? You got any like? A video series, podcast, something like that coming up? Uh, it's possible. You know, I'm talking with the with the Blackhawks about doing some some content like directly with them uh for next yeah. season. That's I've been that's we had I've had some discussions with them, so we'll see if anything comes out of that. Um and then thinking about bringing bringing a hockey podcast back actually. So Hey, um, if you if you ever need a guest, if you ever need a guest, I'm available. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. It, it, more than likely it's going to be, you know, 90% of the stuff will be on the blog. Uh, just because, yeah. you know, like we talked about, it's not a full-time thing for me, so it's hard for me to commit to doing all kinds of content when, you know, I've got a, a full-time job. So, um, but, so yeah, yeah, will, will be there's some possibilities for other things next season for sure. Jack? Uh, do you think it ever uh, Barstool will ever be full time for you? No, I, I don't, uh, and I don't. Uh, I don't think that I would necessarily want that at this point either. So I think there there was a time yeah. maybe two three years ago that that seemed more attractive to me. Right now, uh, probably not. Okay. So it's something seem- like Barstool has evolved so much that there's not like if Big Cat left, I would assume you would be like first at you or like. Yeah, I'd assume you would be, like, first in line to go run Barstool Chicago. But, like, after the move to New York, there's not really, like, Barstool Philly, Barstool Chicago anymore. It's just Barstool Sports. Yeah, exactly. They're definitely trying to make it more of a national brand. So, if Big Cat, you know, it's not like it's not like I'm the backup quarterback in Chicago kind of thing. Yeah. So, if, just... if he moves on or something, it's not like I'm getting, you know, called in to fill in for Big Cat on, you know, like that, that wouldn't happen. Maybe you so. write a little more. Maybe you write about the Bears or something instead of Big Cat doing yeah, it weekly. And, yeah. But I, like, I think you're not going to be like. Do more of that this year too is probably do more Bears stuff this season. Um, yeah. It's kind of, that's kind of how it goes. If Dan's traveling and Cutler retires, then, then I do the Cutler, yeah. you know, then I do the Cutler block. So I, I do kind of like serve as like a, I guess a backup for, and that is Yeah. You still there? I think uh Ryan dropped there, but uh I just want to bring up an ad read while if he calls back. Um just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by uh Cape fifteen, whether you're a local or a visitor. Cape fifteen uh whether you're a local or a visitor, Cape fifteen has the gear for you. Visit Cape fifteen dot com. Turn up the Cape and wear the official clothing brand of Cape Cod. I'm going to text him right now and just say. I just want to say that uh, K-15 
This stuff is legit. Uh, they got great quality hats. They got everything you need at the Cape. If you're ever down the Cape Cod, go hit them up. Yeah, well, uh, this wasn't maybe how we were planning our first interview to go, but uh, I'm texting him right now and just seeing if he dropped or if all of a sudden uh, his ankle went, like, turned black and, like, it was a big situation. Yeah, like, all of a sudden the the ankle's, like, six feet wide. Um, Sometimes you gotta oh, you just, text uh, me back. just hang up you the towel and buy those LeBrons. He <laughs> uh, just said the call failed. It might be our service line, but we've had good connection with Jack. That might just um, just be something. 97 yeah. likes, Jack, on my tweet. 97. We're okay. getting close. Every- Everyone go to JRD5 on Twitter and like the recent tweet. But it says KFC Bars when it's two photos. So just try that. And I was waiting on him to call back. Uh, should be any second now. Well, Jack, oh, here he is. Hey, did the call Jack? drop or something? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It just said call failed. So. Huh. It's uh, the the life of a small podcast. We're not we're not up in a in a studio in New York, so. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you know I I think that actually might have been my phone that cut out there. So I'm not sure what happened, but. Um, right. Yeah. So what, were we, what, what were we what talking, were we talking about? about? I forget. <laughs> I forget. I forget too. I think we were saying oh like oh we were talking like um it like would bars still be full time and like. How uh, you would like you wouldn't necessarily run Barstool Chicago like if like Dan left, but like you would maybe have an elevated role. Uh, you know, I don't I don't even know about that. I, I honestly don't. I don't like. I I might do more local sports, I guess. Um, yeah. Like I might do more Bears and and maybe Bulls, um, but but maybe Come. not. I don't know. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like, like I said, it wouldn't be like, I would be like, whoop, stands out, better call up Chief. Like, it, it wouldn't work out that way. Yeah. Obviously, Dan left, I think it would shake up the company, as he's probably one of the most known writers, the, one of the most known writers, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, he's not going anywhere, obviously, um, for at least a few years, so. Yeah. I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, the company the company would not be the same if Big Cat walked for sure. Yeah. Uh, I said, ask you a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan? I like the Cubs. I'm a Cubs guy. That's. I think mo- mostly everyone from Chicago is a Cubs guy, except. Yeah, I would say the split here is probably like. Again, I don't have any data to back this up, but just. You know, talking to people, life experience. I would say it's like a seventy thirty breakdown. Cubs and White Sox. Yeah, the only notable like White Sox fan I know is Chance the Rapper. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, he he certainly is. Barack Obama, Barack Obama. Was, oh yeah, uh, probably he's a pretty good one, I guess. It's the self, the self side for, is all the White Sox fans. Yeah, and even that, it, it it does have kind of a geographical breakdown. It even kind of extends into the suburbs too, like the mm-hmm. south and southwest yeah. suburbs. 
are, are definitely uh, White Sox territory. Yeah, White Sox are just pretty boring in general. <laughs> you never hear you never hear anything about the White Sox. It's only Cubs. Yeah, yeah. and it's and people like legit forget that they even won the World Series in 2005. Like if you there's like polls like what was the best Chicago championship in the last 20 years, and the media will just leave the White Sox championship off the poll, and nobody will notice except for like. Yeah. like White Sox Dave will, will complain. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's kind of wild. They are like the the forgotten fifth team here in in Chicago. Who is White Sox Dave? Because, like, even though I never see him on the blog or anything, like, is, is he just like a part-timer that is a White Sox fan? Yeah. I mean, he, he's been there actually longer than I have. Uh, he, he does a really good job covering baseball and, and covering the White Sox. And, pretty dedicated following you know he and i will go to uh, he and i are like legit friends now so we'll go to a few white Sox games cool. and hang out and uh, yeah. he gets he gets recognized by like his people almost every time we're out so well really? it, it yeah he's got like a pretty recognizable face uh and i don't know it's just something about him but he he, he always gets recognized and people always want pictures with uh with white Sox dave and we actually have our big Barstool at uh, at the White Sox game, our event on Saturday. So, um, oh, cool. I'm sure I got a, be uh, taken. I got a social media question. Up, what's it like with uh, thirty thousand Twitter followers? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? I guess I don't understand the question. Like, do you like do will you send out a tweet and you'll immediately just have like notifications like? Bam, bam, bam! Watch your tweet or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you know. Obviously, I didn't start out with thirty thousand. It's been kind of a yeah. start out with like zero. So it's 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 interesting <laughs> to see like kind of the the you know it's been kind of a steady increase for the most part. And, and it's, you know you you kind of turn your notifications off so your phone's not buzzing. But yeah, you certainly yeah. get more attention now than I did a year ago and, and certainly way more than I did three years ago. So yeah, yeah. you know, back uh, I'd say when I started the, uh, like if I got double digit favorites or likes, I felt pretty good about that. And now it's like, if I don't get like a hundred, then I'm like, ah, that was a shitty. Tweet. I'm I'm in the middle of a viral tweet as we speak. Uh, one time. I tweeted a photo oh, to KFC, KFC the other day. And, uh, he, uh, it was just up at the top, so about like 97 likes right now. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> very, yes, very viral, very viral. I mean, you gotta yeah. start tweeting about sunscreen. That's that's how you really go viral. Mr. Sunscreen <laughs> himself. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think uh, we're towards the end of it. I just want to again thank you for coming on and. Uh, Hopefully, if we ever if we ever want to have you come back on again, would you be interested? Or yeah, of course, anytime, guys. So you you know, just let me know if I can fit in my schedule. I'll be happy to do it. All right, thank yeah, thanks, man. Uh, everyone, thank you. Thanks to Chief Ryan for coming on. Uh, first big get of the podcast. As we are kind of, this might help us bring back a little steam. We're kind of losing some viewers at what we once were, but uh, hopefully. You bring it brings us back. All right, I, I hope so. Let me know when it publishes. You wanna you wanna plug? 
you want to plug no, Twitter? No, that's you know, com. I think people kind of know. So, um, but yeah, I'll definitely, uh, you know, let me know what, send it to me on Twitter and I'll make sure I, you know, hit that retweet button and hopefully we'll get some, some more listens and views or whatever <laughs> for this episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, anytime. Thank you very man. much. Sure. Have a nice night. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. All right, see you, man. All right. Uh, thanks to Barstool Chief for coming on. Uh, me and Jack are just going to wrap up the show. Jack, again, thanks for coming on. Of course. Always a pleasure to have you on. Um, there's a possibility of another interview next week with uh, another Barstool guy, KFC radio producer, Charlie Wisco, I believe. I talked to him. He said he would be open to coming on, but that, uh, I'll have to follow up with him. But if not, you'll expect, expect another episode from us next Tuesday or Wednesday. Maybe recap in NBA draft. Uh, and, Jack, yeah. thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. All right. And uh, that's it for me. Peace out, everyone. Just a reminder, podcast obviously brought to you by K15, your local visitor. K15 has the gear for you. Visit k15.com to wrap the cape in the official clothing brand of the cape. Adios, everyone.